Hello everybody and welcome back to Sis Let's Heal Podcast or welcome back to my channel if you are watching the visual. This is my first time recording the podcast for my channel and I'm so nervous. I don't know why I've been doing this for like two years but I've never brought my podcast on here and I'm just like terrified. This is new. This is change. This is kind of weird but anyway. Hi guys. How are you? Hope you're having a great day today. My name is Dakota. You may know me from YouTube my podcast or my TikTok. I actually was talking to a client um, the other day. I do one-on-one calls if you guys are interested. Um, Just DM me on Instagram. We can set you right up. It's $40 for one hour and we can talk about anything you need advice on or help with or anything of that nature. Um, Or I also do like coaching for like YouTube or if you want to start your own podcast, anything you want, girl, I I could do it. Okay. I'm a jack of all trades, but I was talking to her and she was saying how she found me from my podcast and she had no idea I was a YouTuber. And I was like, that is my main platform. Like this podcast is just for fun. Like I don't get paid for doing this. This is just like a hobby. And YouTube is like my main platform, right? So if you guys want to check me out on there, if you like me on here, you will absolutely love me on YouTube. I do story times. I do advice videos. I I do a little bit of everything. So I think you guys would love me on there. So definitely check me out on there if you want to see more of me in your life. But today's episode, I tried recording this last night. I tried three times and every single time I couldn't do it. And I was like, we're going to give up and we're going to start again tomorrow. So that's what I'm here doing. Also, forgive me for my appearance. I have my period and it's a low energy day, but I'm still showing up. And that's all that matters. And take a minute for yourself right now, wherever you are, if you are driving in your car, if you are on your way to work, if you're leaving work, whatever the case may be, girl, please make sure that you take a second, take a deep breath and honor yourself for showing up today. Even if you only showed up and gave 10%, honor yourself for that 10% right now. I'm honoring myself for the 30% that I'm giving today to this And for the remaining 20% that I'm going to give my child after this, especially if you are a parent, being a parent is a full-time job that you are not paid for and you are acknowledged for and you are not honored for. So nobody told you today, whatever state you are at in life, you are doing a good job and keep going and stop telling yourself all the wrong things you did this morning if you didn't wake up early enough or if you didn't go for that five mile run or if you didn't have your matcha, your green tea, girl, you're still up, you're still breathing, you're still kicking, God has a purpose for you, so does the universe, so stop worrying about that, like all that is obsolete, don't even worry about that. So, today's episode is going to be about the art of letting go, how to let go of a past person, and this has recently come up in my life, and it's not the most comfortable to talk about, but here I am. I have this one breakup, I'm not going to say which breakup, it doesn't matter, but I have a breakup, and... I have been having the hardest time, not like recently, um, but a breakup. And this is like the one breakup that I just cannot get over, girl. And I have done all the work. I have done the writing the letter, then burning it. I have done letting go. I have done, you know, wishing them the best. My after, like I've done everything possible that you could do to let go of a person. And I'm sitting here last night because I'm at my friend's house. This is my friend's house, by the way, my friend Mariana. And um, I'm dog sitting and house sitting for her for the week. And last night was the Lionsgate portal, which was August 8th. And basically, it's this powerful like manifestation portal where you basically take all of your desires and dreams and wants and wishes, get clear, set your intentions on them, and just get clear of where what you want your life to look like from now to the end of the year. And I couldn't even do any of that because I was too busy reminiscing about this breakup and I'm like sitting here asking myself Dakota like what is it about this person that you are still stuck on and I tried to like go through all the motions of like do I miss them did I like the way they treated me when we were together do I feel like this was actually a valuable person in my life was I falling for the potential without the credentials was I making up a person in my head that wasn't even real and I was just sitting here and I was like literally like the way that I'm talking to you guys right now I was having this discussion with myself I talked to myself all day I have three different personalities and I have staff meetings with all three of them every single day (laughs) and I'm sitting here and I'm just like what is it I don't understand and I finally came to the conclusion of why I could not let this person go and why it was like why why am I still not over it why am I still not over this breakup even though it's been so long right and I first want to say as I said in my couple past episodes is that 
your grief does not have a timeline. The way that you grieve somebody and how long you grieve somebody is totally dependent on you and totally dependent on your feelings and how you transmute things and how you digest emotion and how what you do to release it. Like grief really is such a fragile topic because we're all different human beings and the way that we handle things is just completely different on different spectrums, right? But for me personally, you know, I allow myself to feel my feelings, but there's a lot of times in life where I did not heal. I kind of just kept going, right? It was like, okay, well, I have to be a mom so I don't have time to fall apart or I have to be this person for so many other women that shows them how to get through their their hard times in their life. So what do I look like falling apart over here? That's not being a good example. Or I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to work. I have to be a good daughter or a good friend. Or, you know, I have like so many hats in my life that I put on and so many buckets. And I feel like I was filling every single bucket. But then there was this one bucket at the end that was me that I was not filling and I was not nourishing. And when you do that, you crumble like you essentially crumble and you fall apart anyway even though you're trying so hard not to fall apart because you're putting all this energy into not falling apart you in turn end up falling apart because you're not taking care of yourself and that has been me for a long time I've been experiencing such burnout such like resistance to even wanting to come on here and do a podcast or do a video or do client calls like I have had such resistance right and I especially have had one resistance to this project and this is a project that I'm not going to talk about too much because I'm about do what you say you're going to do, but don't talk about it until it's done. But it's a project that I'm working on currently, and it's going to help a lot of people. If you love my podcast, you're going to love this new project coming up. And I don't know when it's going to come up. I'm not putting a timeline on it. But this project I've been putting off for the longest time. I have not sat down and I have not done it because there's been resistance to it. And the reason why there's been resistance to it is because I have not fully allowed myself to heal from this breakup, to feel this breakup, to feel the pain, to feel the anger, to feel the frustration. And I remember I had a conversation with my therapist. I think it was about maybe like six or seven months ago when I had seen this person and I had a discussion with her and I was like, I thought I was over them and then I saw them and why do I still feel this way? Like now I feel like I'm back to square one. I feel like I'm still back at that beginning stage of when this breakup first happened and I was like crying and I wasn't crying like over the person. I was crying because I was mad at myself because I'm like, why am I not over this yet? Like why is this still a thing? And she said to me an amazing thing about grief and that's grief should happen without judgment. Grief will come with you in the morning when you are doing the dishes. Grief will come with you in the afternoon when you're taking the garbage out. Grief will come with you when you are on that client Zoom call with your your boss that you you can't stand and your grief will come up then your grief is going to come up what you decide to do with that grief is dependent on how you're feeling during that day how much energy you have to give and how much you're willing to really dive into it and she said your grief is going to be there with or without your knowledge whether you decide to acknowledge it and then move forward or you decide to keep letting it like fester and boil inside of you is completely on you And there's sometimes with grief where we're just not ready to confront it yet. And I don't think I was ready to confront it. Instead, I wanted to move on and be like, ooh, I want to move on. And I want to have him see me doing good. And I want to have him see me, you know, like flourishing and glowing. And that is literally putting your validation in somebody else. It is not even in your life anymore. And here's the thing. A lot of us, including myself, I used to be this way. A lot of us say, I don't want to block my ex on Instagram or I don't want to block this person on Instagram because I want them to see me flourishing. I want them to see me living a lavish lifestyle. I want them to see me glowing up, getting right in the gym, losing weight, skin flourishing, etc. I want them to suffer by seeing me doing good. And I'm here to tell you that That mindset is completely based off of the fact that you are still seeking validation from somebody that could not even validate you while you were in the relationship, while you were in the friendship, while you were in the position at work. If that person, whether it's your boss, your friend, your coworker, whatever, could not validate you while you were in their presence and their vicinity and they had you, what made you think they're going to validate you outside of that? I'm telling you right now, they are not looking at your Instagram. They are not checking on your Facebook. They are not asking their friends about you. They are moved on. And I know that that's hard to hear, girl, because it stings. Even saying, it to myself it stings because you almost wish after a breakup that like that person's gonna be like oh I wonder what she's doing I wonder who she's they don't care they don't care and you know what they don't care because they don't care about themselves <laughs> like I hate to say that but they don't care about themselves because if somebody broke up with you in a way that is like they knew that it was going to damage you and they just didn't care 
People who treat others like that don't care about themselves. So if they don't care about themselves, they don't love themselves, they don't even know how to validate themselves, what makes you think they think the same way about you? Girl, they don't, okay? And realizing that really starts the healing process because when you realize that this person has free will and that they chose what they're, because we all have free will, what you decide to do with it is important, right? If you're out here just hurting people constantly, you know, spreading negativity, putting negativity onto others, or just hurting people because you have a warehouse full of emotional baggage and trauma that you have yet to confront, I'm telling you right now, karma and God is going to get that ass, okay? I've seen it literally firsthand in my life, trust me. I've seen people's lives fall apart after they intentionally hurt me, and I don't do anything. Like, I'm a firm believer in not getting revenge, not getting even, not getting back, because I'd rather take that time and energy and put it into my life and healing and moving forward or, like, a passion project or just something that's going to benefit me rather than trying to get you back or get revenge on you, because it's universal law that what you put out is going to come back to you, and God does not like ugly, and God sees all, okay? This is a very important lesson that my father taught me when I was 22 years old. I was going through a really, really bad breakup with my ex, okay? We had just moved in together. I found out that, this is not the ex I'm talking about, by the way. <laughs> I'm long over that that relationship. We had just moved in together. We had gotten a beautiful apartment together. You know, my daughter loved him, right? And we had developed a really close relationship where this guy was like my everything. He was my best friend, and he started cheating on me with a co-worker from his job that was like literally years younger than him right and I knew something was going on but I didn't have the concrete proof and evidence but you know how your intuition just like literally never lies I knew that he was cheating on me I knew there was somebody else he was coming home really late at night like he would say that his job would end at like nine o'clock but he'd come home at like 11 um i started realizing that he was like doing his hair before work he was like making sure that he looked extra good i started realizing that he was packing like a cologne and a deodorant and an extra shirt and like i just knew what was going on but i didn't have the concrete evidence and like i'm a libra moon but I'm also a Virgo rising. So I need to have my facts in order before I confront you on something because that way if you lie to me and try to like rebuttal and be like, oh, well, that's not true, da, 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 I could be like, okay, well, I have the evidence. So the jury said that that was a lie. <laughs> so I knew that something was going on, but I could not confront it because I did not have that concrete evidence in order to do so. I didn't have enough to uh, prosecute him, right? So I knew that something was going on and it was just a matter of time before it was going to come to light and then it finally did and when it did come to light um, and I had asked him about it I had I knew who the girl was I had figured it out and I'd asked him if that was her and he said no and he even swore on my daughter that little girl in that room over there that it wasn't her and he made up this whole entire lie because that's all he knew how to do. And when I found out it was her and I confronted him about it, he showed up to my house with a moving truck the next day with no warning, no anything, just just came to my house with a moving truck and, you know, took his stuff and left. And I was left to deal with those those broken pieces. And it was horrifying. And I had to, to heal. Like, I had to, like, pick that up and I had to, to heal from that, right? And... I didn't do anything wrong to him. I was a great girlfriend. I was a great person. But at that time, I could not see it. And because I had for so long been conditioned by him because he did have those narcissistic tendencies, I was conditioned to seek my validation and my worth from him. I was conditioned to be like, okay, no, like, who are you without him? Like, he made you. Like, he, like, all these things aren't true, but this is what I thought. So without him, who's Dakota? Who am I? And I spent a long time thinking that way. I don't know why I brought this up. I forgot why I brought... Why did I bring this up? Oh, someone help me out here. Somebody help me out. Um, oh. When that breakup happened, you guys, it took a couple months, but I didn't, I didn't get even. Trust me, I thought about, like, showing up to his work and confronting him and her, or, like, vandalizing. I thought about all... Because I'm a Pisces, okay? Pisces are crazy. Pisces are, like... I love Pisces so much. We are... I feel like we are, like, the best of the Zodiac because we carry traits from all of the 12 Zodiac signs. But we're crazy. Like, we have this one part of us, like, oh my god, there was this, um, this meme on Instagram, and it was, like, the Barbie movie her coming down from the house and her like dressed like all flowing and stuff and it was like a Pisces two personalities that and then it pans over to like Harley Quinn and she's like psycho like carrying a bat ready to like 
kill somebody. The, that is that is being a Pisces. That is the art of being a Pisces. Like literally, like we could be the sweetest bitch that you've ever met, like Sammy Sweetheart, or we could be psychotic, borderline psychotic. Um, and I was letting Janae Iko's a Pisces. <laughs> In case you need a reference, Janae Iko is a Pisces. And I really was sitting there and I was like, mm, I'm ready to slash tires. Like, I'm ready to go batshit crazy. And then I was like, okay, no, 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 we're not doing this. We're not doing this. So I spoke to my dad about it. And my dad said to me, because I, I, you know what? No, I didn't speak to my dad about it. I did start to bash him on the internet at the time facebook this was 2016 facebook was like that girl tiktok wasn't around yet instagram was like just getting there snapchat they did that whack-ass update that made them eventually be the worst app in the planet on the app store ranked at level zero and i posted on facebook and i was like what do you do when you have a boyfriend of two almost three years that you move in with share a lease with um your daughter starts looking up to him as a father figure and then you find out that he's cheating on you with his minor co-worker shows up to your house grabs his shit and leaves that status stayed up for like 10 minutes but it had so much traction like people were commenting on it and they were like oh my god dakota i'm so sorry you could do so much better x y and z and then my dad comments on it and he said dakota listen God does not like ugly. He said, be happy that this man is out of your life and that God took him out of your life because rejection truly is redirection. And a lot of times the universe will reject you from things and redirect you from things because the universe does not want you to settle for mediocrity. God does not want you to settle for mediocrity. And sometimes we don't have the confidence and the capability within ourselves to see that we are great, that we are eternal beings, that we are light and love and that we are so special just because just being on earth and breathing, we are special, right? Like we were brought here by God for a reason and to fulfill a purpose. But because we don't see that within ourselves and we get beat down by these men in these relationships, we don't see that we're special. We don't see that we're worthy. And we don't see that we're setting for mediocrity because we think that this is all that we're worth. And we're not. We're worth so much more than this. So my dad told me, God does not like ugly. Just watch. Just watch. Like, sit back and just watch. And you guys, when I tell you this man's life started to fall apart, it started to fall apart. I'm talking about, like, accounts going into the negative like somebody like hacked the account and like went on amazon freaking shopping spree phones breaking and shattering and having to replace them cars getting to like guys like like i'm telling you like and i didn't wish i wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy like i didn't wish any of this upon him i wasn't sitting there wishing him negativity i was truly starting to heal and get in my bag of healing i was getting in my bag of healing i literally went to my therapist and my therapist was like a spiritual therapist and i had no idea that's why i'm saying divine timing and divine intervention is really a thing i went into therapy because of this relationship right and if you guys are like a fan of my channel then you know channel what the hell (laughs) if you guys are a fan of my channel you know adrian Adrian is the reason why my channel is the way it is. Actually, no, I'm the reason that my channel is the where it is today. Let's just let let's clarify that real freaking quick. I am the reason why my channel is here today. Point blank, period. Chapters closed. Case over. Class dismissed. Sprinkle, sprinkle. But no, like my ex, though, I did start that channel with telling stories of my narcissistic ex and how I healed from it and that's how my channel really popped off and gained traction and it's so funny too because I remember when I was in a relationship with this guy I used to tell him that I wanted to do YouTube and I was going to be like a beauty guru I'm sorry I'm going in like a million different directions right now hopefully y'all keep up um (laughs) that's why I always tell you in the beginning well I didn't say it this time but like get a drink get a snack get a pen or paper on that what not to do and sit back relax and just listen I mean what else what else do you have to do kick your feet up and listen to me so (laughs) um yeah like as I said um I was telling him how I wanted to start a channel and I was gonna be like a beauty guru at first because I was like obsessed with makeup and then when I told him that I wanted to do story times I said I think I want to start telling my life story because I've been through so much I've experienced so much at a young age even to now adulthood like you guys know like I'm just not meant for a peaceful life like my life is just welcome to the chaos welcome to the shit show and I was telling him this and he was like the Dakota the chances of you making it on YouTube telling stories are one in a million do you guys want to know the views 
on the video that I made about him and our relationship, do you want to know how much views it has? I'll tell you right now. 201,000. Oh, hold on. Something just happened with my laptop. I hope we're still recording. Let's see. Um, my laptop just fell asleep, and I think that's really freaking rude. Just saying. Okay, sorry, y'all. It's like he, it's like he can tear us talking about him because my camera, I mean, my computer just like went on idle, and that never happens. Anyway, the video that I made about him has 201,000. 200,000, over 200,000 views. And I guarantee by next year, it's going to be at a million. But yet he told me that I had a one in a million chance making it on YouTube. And now the video that I made about him and that relationship and how I healed from it almost has a million views on it. Ain't that something? Ain't that just a knee slapper? Ain't that something? Never let people minimize your dreams. Never let people who never ever had the courage to even take the first step into their dreams and what they wanted to do never let those people try to make you a small-minded person never let those people doubt yourself never let those people make you doubt your dreams and what you're capable for because i am literally here to say that the world is your oyster and there's infinite potential for everybody and whatever you want to do is possible if you think a thought you can achieve that 100 percent. you just got to put the work in and get your mindset in the right in the right direction but it really comes with eliminating those people with those self-limiting doubts and beliefs because projection is a thing and like people really be projecting out their ass these days like what people say to you is how they feel about themselves so when someone tells you that you can't achieve something it's because they are so upset with themselves for not taking that first step into achieving their dreams which is crazy because they still have i don't care if you're 60 i don't care if you're 90 i don't care if you're t- i don't care how old you are you have the opportunity and the capability and the resources to make your dreams happen you just have to want it enough. You just have to want it enough. Anyways, so my dad told me God doesn't like ugly, and I first-handedly saw in that relationship that God really does not like ugly. And from then on, I learned this very important lesson of like, don't get revenge, don't get even. It does nothing. It does nothing because what people do to you is their karma. Like what people do to you will get brought back to them, whether it's in another relationship, in another person, in a social setting, at their job, like it will come back to them. All you have to do is sit there and focus on you. Like silence is really a superpower and that's actually a video I'm going to make for another um, episode. But anyways, so from then on, I really learned like stop wishing bad upon people. Stop wanting to get even. Stop just stop because it does nothing. It does nothing for you and your energy could be spent somewhere so much better. Um, and best believe like seven years later, that ex called me and told me that he was sorry because he was experiencing his karma with every relationship that came after me. Ain't that fucking something when you don't cherish what you have and you go for rocks over diamonds. Like that's what happens. That's what happens. Anyway, this is not what we are talking about today. With that being said, um, with this relationship that I had a hard time getting over. Not the one I just talked about. That one with Adrian, we are far light years. Light years beyond. But the relationship that I'm talking about, I was sitting here last night and I was having such a hard time. And I've been having these conflicted emotions where, like I said, I'll have days where I feel like I'm okay. And I have days where I feel like I'm over it. And like after this breakup, I never was the same person. Like with this person, I really let my guards down and I let me, myself be vulnerable. And I gave them all of me. I loved without limits. Like, you know, like that first time you, I, I read a quote the other day that said, isn't, wasn't it nice when you fell in love for the first time because you fell in love without being fearful? Like you fell in love without wondering if that person was going to leave you or cheat on you or break your heart. Like you just loved with full capacity because you didn't know any better. And here's the thing. I do that in every relationship, no matter how many times I've been hurt, no matter how many times somebody breaks my heart or betrays me or misuses my trust and takes my kindness for weakness I never allow that to dismantle my thoughts that I'm worthy and deserving of a loving man or a loving partner I never allow that to cloud my vision of 
what I have to offer somebody in a relationship. Because people are going to be who they are and you just have to let them. If someone's going to cheat on you or break your heart or betray you, that's who they are as a person. That is who they are designed to be. And that is none of your business. You just keep being you and you just vibe in your own energy and emulate that. And somebody is going to match that one day. Even if you have to get through a few shitty relationships to get there, it's going to happen. Never let somebody and how bad they treat you, let that change who you are in your heart. Don't change your heart for anybody. Keep being who you are. Don't let somebody turn you cold. And that is one thing that I will say is like my superpower is I never allowed someone to do that. I've had a couple times where I've been like, okay, yeah, sure. Like I'm going to go to the dark side now. I'm going to be cold. I'm never going to give someone my heart again. That lasts like two days. Then I'm like, Dakota, you're a freaking Pisces. Shut the fuck up. Like you are a Pisces. Shut up. You are a lover girl. You are not a city girl. You are not Megan the Stallion. You are not city girls. You are not. No, you are a lover girl. Sit your ass down somewhere and recognize that. God. So yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, that's like one of my three personalities coming out that I keep talking about. Anyways, besides the point, forgot what I was talking about. Mm. Oh yeah. So I never like was the same though. Like I haven't been in a, I haven't, like I, as you guys can see, I, I've been, I've been single for a long time. Like it's, it's kind of, not that I allowed it to change me, but I've had a hard time 100% recovering and I've had times where I've been like I don't care anymore I'm over it who cares and then I have like nights where I'm just like sitting there in my silence and thinking like I'm not over this why 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 so I was going through all the motions of the things that I've done and I've been like okay have I been denying my feelings have I been healing or have I been just continuing on with life because a lot of us we never heal we just we just keep going because life is busy and things get in the way but what happens is like you're delaying your healing and if you're not going to do the work now it's going to show up in your relationships in the future because relationships are in correlation with how much we love ourselves you could tell how much somebody loves themselves by who they are with in a relationship right and that's why i always say like if a man leaves you for another woman and that relationship is toxic and like they are just toxic together he doesn't love himself a man who loves himself is not going to position himself in alignment with a woman who is toxic. And vice versa, a woman who loves herself is not going to position herself in alignment with a man who is toxic and detrimental to their mental health. It's just not going to happen. You can tell how much somebody loves themselves by who they are with. So if somebody leaves you for somebody else who is like lackluster, what did you really lose? You didn't lose much. You actually got blessed because the blessing was them being taken out of their out of your life so you don't have to settle for a mediocre person who has a warehouse full of emotional baggage and trauma they have yet to confront. Like, just because they did not confront that man in the mirror does not mean that you have to feel bad about yourself. It just doesn't. And so I'm, like, saying this all to myself and I'm going through the motion. I'm like, I know I'm better off without this relationship. I know this was necessary. And that's where the wheel started to turn this was necessary this was necessary and it brings me back to a um a, a poem by rh sin which is like my favorite poet in the whole entire world besides um what's her name i can't think of her right now the sun and her flowers the author of that and also pillow pillow thoughts or pillow talk whatever i think her name's like chloe i'm talking about like three different poets right now but he said some heartbreaks are necessary you know what i actually have it right in my phone so brief intermission how are you guys doing today how's work how's life how's the kids um okay hold on so rh i don't i don't edit my podcast so y'all are just gonna have to okay it says some heartbreaks are necessary everything meant to break you down will build you up and you'll come out stronger every time in your lowest moments is where your greatest testimony will be created find purpose in your pain find purpose in your pain and that is where I finally realized why I have not been able to let go of this damn relationship if you guys don't know one of my spiritual gifts besides what I do on here with just talking about my life experience is transmuting and if you don't know what a transmuter is I'll go ahead to google and I will give you the google term what is a transmuter 
in spiritual terms. Okay. No, that's not what it is. It's basically taking energy, like negative energy, and turning it into good. So, all right, of course I can't freaking find it. But basically what like a transmuter is, is taking the negative things that happen to you and turning them into something positive. But not only that, you take that with your friends, with your relationships, with your coworkers. Are you that person where when you are out, somebody just comes up to you and starts telling you their life story about how they beat cancer or about how they um, just found like their lost son after five years? Like, do you ever like, are you out like getting your oil changed and somebody just comes up and is like telling you their whole life story and you're just like, I don't even know who this person is. That's me. That's been me my whole entire life. And so what a transmuter is, is you take the pain or the bad experiences that happen to you or other people and you're able to transmute them into something positive. And that's why a lot of times with us transmuters, we go through things like horrible breakups or betraying friendships or jobs where they take advantage of us and things like that. And the reason is, is because you're meant to come into people's lives and basically like not like fix them, but you're meant to like basically take their pain and transmute to something better like I know with every guy I've ever been with I've been able to help them with their childhood trauma and see and recognize why they do the patterns that they do and I've been able to help them you know be knowledgeable of that because knowledge really is power and what they decide to do with that after we break up is really on them but I'm able to make them aware of it so they see like oh shit like I act out of anger because my dad would always yell at us all the time growing up or like oh shit like I am emotionally unavailable because my mother was never emotionally available I'm able to like help them connect the dots a little bit and help them transmute um and so because of that a lot of times like I go through these painful ass breakups because it's like these men are not supposed to be in my life long term. It's just supposed to be like, I'm supposed to come in and do my job. They're supposed to come in and do their job. And then we're supposed to part ways because people are lessons and experiences in life. And there's people who are seasonal, people who are lifetimes, and people who, who are like occasional, right? It's just how it is. Not everybody's supposed to be permanent. So my job is like to come in and, and transmute that, but also transmute it within myself. So this relationship that I was having a hard time healing from, this person came into my life because he was supposed to teach me self-love. And he also taught me a lot about my abandonment issues that I had never confronted from my childhood. And I kept stuffing it down, stuffing it down, stuffing it down, thinking that I was okay. I was bringing up everything else in therapy, but I wasn't bringing up my abandonment issues because I wasn't even aware that I had them, okay? So with those abandonment issues that came up, when he ended up leaving me, I just like broke open. It was like a balloon that just keeps inflating, 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 and then someone just takes a little needle and goes pop, and like that shit just bursts open. That was me with my abandonment issues. I wasn't even like aware that I had them. And that's why sometimes people come into your life too because they make you realize the parts of you that need healing that you need to be giving attention to rather than giving attention to everything and everybody else. Give attention to these parts of you that need healing so you can become better, right? Like life is really just like a game and we're all trying to get to level 10, but we got to get through level one through nine first. You can't go from level one to level 10 without going through all the other levels and acquiring the knowledge that you need right? I always say that people and experiences and like the bad things that happen to you are like stepping stones to get you to your final stage called life. So anyways, I realized like, okay, this is what this man came here to do was teach me a little bit about healing, teach me a little bit about self-love and teach me about these abandonment issues that I had. And my place in his life was to come into his life and teach him about himself, right? So he can go face that man in the mirror. And he didn't want to do that in our relationship. So because of that, I had to go, right? Because I, the universe and God was not going to allow me to be collateral damage in his warehouse full of emotional shit that he has yet to, to remove, right? So I said, you know, I, I, I looked back at that, that quote that said, there's purpose in your pain. And I said, I have not transmuted this pain. That's why it's still there. With Adrian, my ex, I transmuted that shit. I made a whole like six part narcissistic series on my YouTube channel that's available for free for you to watch if you'd like. I transmuted that. Every other breakup, I've transmuted that. And with this breakup, I tried to transmute it by doing like a a video on YouTube. 
But with that, I still didn't feel okay afterwards. And I was like, huh, this is weird because normally I'll go and I'll do a video and I'll give advice on what I learned and I'll be okay, but I wasn't okay. And I realized the reason why I'm not okay is because... Like I said, I did all the steps. Every time that I talk to a client and they ask me how to let go of somebody, I tell them the steps. The first thing is to allow yourself to feel your feelings. You have to allow yourself to feel like shit on the days you feel like shit. You have to allow yourself to feel happy on the days you feel happy. You have to allow yourself to feel sad on the days that you feel sad. Allow your feelings and just sit there. We're so busy by commuting to work and the traffic and music and the sound soothers and the like we always need noise right like we are conditioned from the time that we're babies that we need sound soothers to even just go to sleep at night how many of us sleep with the freaking tv on how many of us of sleep with the youtube video our brains are our brains are constantly so freaking stimulated so stimulated Like, we truly need to have silence in our lives. And if we never have silence, we can never recognize our feelings. And if you don't take time to clean your house, it's always going to be a messy house. The house is your brain. Like, you have to take time to sit there and clean. You gotta sit there and let yourself feel your feelings, okay? After you do that, you have to release it. Whether that's going to the gym, going for a walk, calling a friend, writing in a journal, I would say make a pros or cons list as well. So like make a pros or cons list of the pros of having this person in your life and the cons of having this person in your life. And what that's going to do is every time that you want to reach out, call them, text them, whatever, that is going to allow you to see, no, I should not do this because look at the cons list. They treat me bad. They call me names. They don't buy me flowers. They don't take me on dates. They're not intentional. They're not connected to, you know, God or that they're not, they don't love themselves. They don't love me. Like you just, you make this list and you see like, no, 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 no. Sometimes we need a reminder, right? Just like how every year you get reminded to pay your car taxes. You wouldn't remember that shit on your own. I know I sure don't. They're usually late every year. I need a reminder sometimes why things ended. So that's a great resource. Releasing and letting it out, right? Taking that pain and turning it into a passion or taking that pain and turning it into power, whatever that means for you. Maybe that means like at your job, you know, going for that new promotion or maybe that means like, you know, making a business for woman in power or making a podcast or making a channel. Maybe that means like making freaking bracelets and crocheting. I don't know, girl, like whatever that is for you, do that. Whatever you do in your free time that makes you just feel like time is limitless and time is not even a thing. That is your thing. That is your spark. I always encourage every single person, I will do it to the day I die, to watch the movie Soul. The movie Soul on Disney Channel is about this guy who wants to be a piano player, okay? And his whole entire life, he doesn't have kids. He doesn't get married. He doesn't do any of that because he's so focused on his dream of being a piano player. He's like a high school piano teacher, right? And his mom is like, you need to get a real job. Everyone's like, you're a loser, like whatever. He's not, but like people are basically telling him that. He gets the opportunity of a lifetime to play with this jazz singer, okay? Say someone comes up to you and is like, do you want to go and have a record with Mariah Carey? You're going to be like, uh, as an up-and-coming singer, yes, that is legendary. So basically, he gets the opportunity of a lifetime to play with this jazz singer. Like, they, they're looking for a, a piano player, and he, he gets the gig. On his way out from auditioning from the gig, he dies. He steps into, like, one of those, like, things, those, um, what are, what are those things called? I don't even remember. What are they called? What are they called? What are they called? Like, sewers or, like, whatever. And he dies. Like, he dies. And he goes up to heaven. And he's a soul, but his soul is not ready to cross over yet. His soul is trying to get back to earth. So he does come back to earth, but he comes back to earth as a cat. And then another soul comes back to earth as him. And he's learning now being outside of his body and seeing himself as somebody else. Like there's another personality in his body. He's seeing that his whole life he never lived. All he did was be like, I have to be the best piano player. I have to be the best piano player. And he thought that being a piano player was his spark, but it wasn't. It was his passion. Being his spark, I'm sorry, his spark was just living life, just going outside and, you know, watching the the, the trees blow in the wind or watching the grass or watching, um, you know, the person that was in his body, they went to go get a haircut and the person that was in his body asked for a lollipop and she had never had a lollipop before because she had been a a lost soul in heaven and she had a lollipop and like her whole entire day was amazing just because she had a freaking lollipop. And then we're sitting over here and we're like, oh, but I don't have a Tesla, so my life sucks. Bitch. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, be grateful you can walk outside and breathe air and walk. You know how many people can't walk? You know how many people can't see? You know how many people can't hear? And we take sight, vision, walking, health for granted every single day. We're not grateful for the little things. So how do you expect the universe to bless you with the good things, right? Anyways, besides the point, it's not what we're talking about. <sighs> watch the movie Soul. If you're feeling lost in your life, watch the movie Soul. I've literally put everybody onto this. Every person I talk to, I, I will never shut up about it. I'm like, watch the movie Soul. It will change your whole... It's a Disney movie. It's a Disney cartoon movie. It will change your whole perspective. And anyway, so at the end of the movie, he gets a second chance of life. And um, he gets put back into his old body. And um, the people up above, you know, in heaven are asking him, what are you going to do with your life? Like, now that you get a second chance, what are you going to do? And he said, oh my God, I'm getting chills. He said, I have no idea, but I know that I'm going to live every second of it. With that being said, so like I said, I was going through like all the lists of things, like whatever. Um, so another thing that, you know, like I said, turn your passion into power. But I mean, turn your pain to power, but turn your pain into a passion. But you also have to find like what your spark is. Like, so my spark, like my, like what I like doing is I love like making videos. I love making videos. I love my podcast, all of that. But that's not my spark because I could come on here and I could do videos on how I like freaking made this blanket or how what's on my phone or like whatever. Right. Um, which those videos are great, but that's not my target audience. My spark is coming on here and sharing my experience to help other people. Like vulnerability is my spark. Transparency is my spark. Right. Showing up is my spark. Even on the days where I feel like shit, I wasn't going to do this today. I look like shit actually no I don't I look beautiful let me stop let me stop because we are talking to ourselves better in 2023 but I feel like shit do you think I wanted to show up no but I did because I know that I had a message to get out there to you guys and showing up and being a successful person is showing up even on the days where you don't feel like it and that's okay girl so I really encourage you guys to do that get deep with your inner self find out what your passion is find out what your spark is and do more of that okay and then I also like always say like make like write a letter, write a letter. I learned this from Oprah Winfrey, but she used to do with an email. She said, when you're really angry, or you're mad at somebody, write them an email, but never send it. For me, I will write people like three page letters and then just burn them. And the burning is like a spiritual cleansing, basically, where you're taking everything that you feel and you're letting it out. And then the burning is like releasing it. Okay. So... I did all those things and it still wasn't helping me, right? So anyway, those are like the three things that I just suggest for you guys to do. If you're going through a breakup or you're going through a separation of some kind, like with your parent, your no contact or your brothers or whatever the case may be, just do those things. For me, the reason why the videos were not working, me doing the videos and trying to release this person was because I have a new project that I have been working on for the past six months. And I haven't been doing anything with it. I did one thing for it and I loved it and it was cool and I was in my element and I was in my moment and I was like, oh my God, I love this. Why have I never thought about producing this before and putting it out there? And then I put it down. It's literally in here. Never touched it again. I'm supposed to finish that project with the feelings that I feel from this breakup. And it's like when like someone goes to like write a book if they're like super happy and thriving and successful, they're not going to want to go back to a breakup that ripped their heart to shreds where they thought they were literally going to die. Like basically take my heart, put it in a blender on full speed. They're not going to want to go back to that time because now, now they're moved on from that and they're happy and they're, they're thriving and they're in a new relationship and they don't want to go back to that, right? They don't want to open up that, that can of worms or Pandora's box. I am supposed to go back to that breakup right now, feel those feelings and feel them thoroughly, take those feelings, put them into a project and release it to help other people like you guys. And through healing myself and helping myself and taking these feelings and transmuting them and putting them into something that I'm passionate about, it will then help other people. By helping myself, I help other people. By you helping yourself, you help other people. By you going to therapy and working on your childhood trauma, you're helping your child not have to have a childhood that they have to recover from. By you showing up and trying to be the best version of yourself every day, you're showing your friends and your family and your coworkers and your peers that it can be done by you doing the healing you are healing the masses that's why healing is so important so I realized I need to transmute this so I went and I sat down and for two hours I worked more on this project but instead I took the feelings I felt about this person and about this breakup and I put it into there 
And when I I did it right over at this table over here, when I w walked up from that table, I said, wow, I feel like I just lost 30 pounds. I feel like I just became a new person and walked into a new universe. Like, I feel like a new person. And I was like, this is why. Like, people are necessary. Heartbreak is necessary. Every single person that comes into your life is a lesson. And they are an experience. And that lesson and that experience, it's supposed to teach you something. And it's either supposed to teach you, like, prevention, like, what to do to not be back in this, you know, state of mind again, this heartbreak, this pain. Or it's supposed to, you're supposed to do something with it. And when I started doing this this project, it was back in January, I was talking to this guy and I really liked him and it was my first time opening up after a really bad breakup and he ended up hurting me and when he hurt me, I was like laying in my bed and I was so depressed and I was sulking and that, that's when I figured out I should do this project. Like I said, I'm not talking about the project, y'all are going to see it, okay? But it's great. And that guy leaving me allowed me to step my foot into this project and I'm telling you right now you guys if I had not experienced that experience with him this project would not even be a fucking thing he was necessary to make me realize that I could do this project and all the other men in my life who have broke my heart were necessary so I could take the pain from those relationships and transmute it into this project that's going to help you guys you see what I'm talking about? Like everything in life is necessary. So in life, instead of like sinking our claws into people and thinking that they have to stay with us forever or sinking our claws into an experience that we think has to stay in our life forever, if we would just let it come and go as it is supposed to, life would be so much easier. A way to simplify your life is to just let people and experiences come and go as they please and stay neutral. Try your best to stay neutral throughout them coming and leaving because nobody is promised nobody is guaranteed nothing is permanent let things and experiences come into your life when they are supposed to and let them leave when they are supposed to so i'm telling you right now if they are leaving it's for a reason if somebody is removed from your life it is for a reason and you're not supposed to see that reason right away like not everything has to come with concrete proof and evidence all the time you'll see why eventually and my therapist actually made me realize this today we talked and she said one thing I noticed about you is that whenever we talk about something instead of allowing your emotional side to come through your logical side is like fighting front and center to get front front seats and figure out a solution to the problem before you even process it. And how many times have we done that in life where something happens to us and instead of allowing ourselves to feel emotional about it or let our emotional side come first, we sit there and we try to come up with a solution when you can't come up with a solution to a problem when you're in the problem. Like when you are in the thick of it, you can't come up with a solution. You can't create a solution from the same mindset that the problem was created in. You have to allow yourself time to heal from it and time to emotionally respond. And then your logical side can come out. So many of us are just logical beings because we're taught from a young age that emotions are weak or emotions are stupid or emotions are, are just like, why, why are you so emotional? Why are you crying? Why are you da 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 Instead, we should be like, why aren't you crying? Why aren't you emotional? Why aren't you vulnerable? Like, who hurt you? <laughs> um, we're taught to stuff those down, especially men. So we're taught to be analytical and logical beings when you really need to be leading from your heart. And your brain will follow. But we need to be leading from our emotions. We do. But we have to process those emotions first and then our brain catches up and we can come through with a logical solution. So the art of letting go and the way to get over a past situation or person is to allow yourself to take what happened to you and turn it into something positive. That's how you let go. Instead of sitting there with those feelings and sitting there with this chaos of like, why did they leave me? Who are they with? What are they doing? Why was I not good enough? I wish it was me. Allow yourself to feel the feelings about the breakup. Accept the feelings about the breakup. Accept the breakups over. Nurture yourself. Allow yourself to release these feelings. Allow yourself, honor the good days, honor the bad. 
release those and then transmute it into something that you're passionate about. That's the secret sauce to getting over somebody. It's not getting up under somebody new. It's not not blocking them on Instagram so they can see you freaking threaten. No. The secret sauce to getting over somebody is putting that pain and making it into power. Turning your trial into your testimony. Okay? So that is it for today's episode, you guys. First of all, thank you. (laughs) We have reached 100,000 downloads on this pod. You guys, I got the email a couple weeks ago and I cried my eyes out. We have reached 100,000 downloads on Sis Let's Heal. And we're only 21 episodes in. What? You guys, I started this podcast in the middle of the pandemic when I was so depressed and I just needed an outlet for my thoughts. And so I sat down and I took, I didn't even have a microphone. I used to take my phone and go on my voice memo app and talk like this and then put it onto my RS feed. I didn't have any of this, none of this. I just needed an outlet, okay? I need. I had no friends. I had nothing. I was so depressed. I hated my job. It was the middle of the pandemic. I was in the thick of it. I was going through a breakup. I'm always going through a breakup, but <laughs> that's why I've been single for two years because I know, thank you, no man is going to stress me out. You see my skin? Clear. Clear, bitch. Clear. Um, <laughs> I'm psychotic. Anyway, so thank you guys so much. Thank you for coming on here for whatever reason. I don't know why you guys love hearing me talk for an hour, but you do. Thank you so much. To my YouTube subscribers, thank you so much. Thank you for gifting me. I am so grateful for this community. Y'all have no idea. No matter where this takes us or where we go, I'm grateful for where we've been thus far. So thank you so freaking much. If you guys enjoyed the episode, don't forget to rate the podcast. All you have to do is scroll down and leave a little review, even if it's just like a little smile or I love reading the ones where you guys tell me how I impact your life. Like that's like literally the best. Thank you so much for that. But even if you want to just leave a little smile, whatever, when you leave a review, what happens is it rates the podcast and it ranks us into a certain number. And the number that we get ranked into will help determine who, um, how many, what am I talking about? how this podcast will show up in other people's algorithm, right? And then we can help more people. Like, that's the goal. Um, If you're watching the YouTube version, though, please don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment, share this with your friends, anyone who's going through a breakup, anybody who's going through a stage in their life where it's like their foot is like here in the past, but they know they can't be there anymore, and their foot is here into the future, but they can't fully step into it yet, or they're just in the middle, please share this podcast with them, you guys. Not everybody has access to therapy, Not everybody has access to, you know, mental health care. And I feel like this, you know, me sharing my experience could really help somebody. So please share it with your friends, your family, or share it with yourself, share it with your dog. I don't know, girl, whatever, whatever you like to do. And thank you just so much for being here with me and taking your time. And like I said, please honor yourself for how you showed up today thus far, whether you gave five, 10 or a hundred percent show up for yourself and be and give yourself credit for showing up period but i love you guys so much don't stress all right just don't stress like we are we are in life and we are just trying to take it day by day okay don't let anybody's dusty rusty crusty son stress you out ever be safe wear condoms okay i love you guys so much bye